The divination seance is conducted in the High Court of Kurain during trials. The process, which involves a special dance done by the royal priestess called the Dance of Devotion, conjures a vision from the Pool of Souls, located on the floor of the High Court, surrounded by the lawyer's benches, the witness stand and the judge's seat. Not only does the vision reveal what a spirit saw, but it shows what they felt, heard, smelled and tasted at the time. Hello and welcome back to Margaret Thatcher 10 Plus Buy, the most objectionable podcast around where we judge all manner of online fan wikis in order to see which are worth saving and which are guilty as sin. I'm the flamboyantly dressed prosecutor Joel Franey and I'm joined by the indefensible defence attorney James Law and today James is going to be taking us through the wikis of Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, the video game franchise that represents court proceedings with complete realism putting aside the massive plot holes, legal absurdities, ridiculous cast and occasional intrusions by undead spirits. Does does that sum it up well enough James? Uh, yeah actually, <laughs> as, my intro, uh, as my intro kind of touched on there, there's a lot of undead uh, spirit world channeling going on in this universe, um, which is something that you wouldn't really expect from a game that, on the face of it, is based on being a lawyer and, you know, saving innocent people from being wrongly accused of murder. Um, yeah, I've, I've played the first game in the franchise, and assuming they're all like that, which admittedly I don't know, they are adventure games with a sort of investigative bent where you are a defense attorney defending various clients you you know you find evidence of that they're innocent and then present it in court in a yeah. sort of manner that proves your point exactly yeah so you you need to run around talking to a bunch of wacky weirdos like there's a character who has a massive um a massive curly fro who's like uh she's like a southern photographer lady like southern american so she like like in the in the writing in the game she she talks like a cowboy oh no, it's, not, it's not cowboy, is it phonetic or yeah like it's phonetic she's like yeah oh, you hear her? like that kind oh, of thing she's foghorn leghorn <laughs> she is not foghorn leghorn but you know close enough um and yeah i you... say i say i say judge <laughs> And like everything that happens in the game is exactly as you require it to unfold in the most dramatic way possible. <laughs> so you know you start you start in a courtroom and your assistant Maya, who is a spirit channeler lady and a bit uh, like she's the younger sister of your murdered mentor who um, was killed, and you have to like find the murderer for that. But the younger sister keeps on getting accused of murder as well, uh, to the point where I would personally stop hanging out with her. Because even though she never does the murder, it gets a little bit intense. Having She's like clearly the... cursed. Yeah, she has genuinely been accused of murder about four times, and every single huh. time you have to save her and be like, no, it was someone else. Frankly, at this point, if I were her, I would just kill someone and then just sort of point at the past and go, no, it can't be me. I, I never did it. <laughs> yeah well two of the times it was her aunt who uh tried to frame her which is a bit, a bit twice big. yeah twice uh the first time so this is a lady called morgan fay uh spoilers by the way if you uh <laughs> if you haven't guessed um so the fay family are a bunch of spirit channeling uh wizard ladies who you right. know if a, if like a spirit channeling wizard lady family did come up in a game that is about is ostensibly about lawyers and courtroom drama i would expect them to be you know a bunch of quacks who don't know what they're doing but well, yeah uh, it turns out no the magic is like very very real and 
it's a big part of the legal system in whatever country this is. <laughs> is it is it Japan or is it just unnamed? I don't know if it's Japan because occasion like because the the American lady who's got the the southern drawl accent is like very very clearly American, but I don't know if in in the Japanese version maybe that's like an Osaka accent or something. Like I'm not I'm not sure how they do it, but um, yeah. Also in in the legal system, I th- I think from from what I've heard, it's about. Like it's making, uh, it's making reference to the fact that in Japan the prosecution basically wins every case, and it's very rare for clients to be found not guilty. I'm not sure how true that is either. Um, That's I, terrible if true. <laughs> yeah, but um, in this, don't worry because you're you're a defense lawyer and you get to rescue people who are wrongly accused, um, oh, which good. makes me very worried for the, anyone who's not defended by. Uh, the player character <laughs> because they must all just be completely screwed like and yes yeah, so there's like there's death penalties and uh but the death penalty is sort of is there really yeah yeah there's the death penalty and it comes into play in the games as well um but the yeah i, I don't know it's it's difficult to i mean i'm not saying that like that's out i don't know if japan has the death penalty or not but the games have a they're not kid friendly but they have a very cartoonish streak so yeah. it's rather odd to imagine, you know, I I find you guilty, take him to the back room and give him a series of horrible poisonous injections. Well, no, the thing is, you don't get taken to the back room. It's, they do it like in real life, um, where if you're sentenced to death, you don't actually get put to death for uh, years. So no, that- you're just on death row yeah there's a there's a there's a chap called i say just that's a terrible thing to be on (laughs) yeah there's a chap called terry falls who um is uh but by the way all a lot of the names in this in this game are extremely on the nose so they're puns aren't they yes so terry falls uh f-a-w-l-e-s is a is a fella who was sentenced to death for the kidnapping and murder of a lady called dahlia hawthorne who will um you'll hear more about her but okay. uh, it was a fake kidnapping and murder. Spoilers. Um, but he was sentenced to death, and he's like, a, he's got tattoos on his face of like barbed wire, and he carries around. You know, you know, in um cartoon prisons where yeah, where people have like a ball chained to their feet. Um, <laughs> he like walks around like crying and carrying it around, and yeah, he was sentenced to death. But five years later, he's not been put to death yet, and he gets uh, put on trial. Uh, and then it's found out that actually the pretty lady Dahlia Hawthorne is actually the real killer. And um, but then he yeah, commits that, that suicide. Is, that is something I remember about the game: is that you are ostensibly a defense attorney, but your clients are always innocent. It turns out, like, yes, <laughs> you were never given like the actual murderer, and you've just kind of got to get them off the <laughs> of something terrible they've done they are always wrongly is... accused or it's sort of being framed in some way there is one case where you do get given the murderer and oh, oh sweet do you lose uh you have to like but that you you defend him for a while and then like it turns out that you uh that like he's he's the murderer and you find out and like he does like a like previously he's like kind of a, a handsome guy with like swishy hair and then he like right. then he like changes his look and then like he takes <laughs> his he like swishes his hair back and he turns into like he's got a scar on his eye what? and like he's like gets a menacing grin on his face and then he's like but you can't stop me because like this assassin has kidnapped Maya by the way yeah she gets kidnapped she's constantly like getting into trouble and being a, a bit of a pain 
Uh, but you press you... the guy's evil button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then, yeah, you do have to get him. Uh, you have to get the assassin to agree to let Maya go, because then you have to you have to like prove to the assassin that the guy you're defending is going to betray him. And the assassin's name is Shelley De Killer, which is uh... <laughs> that. That's evidence, of, like enough on its own, surely. Yeah. He's got like a zip-up face, so he can he can change his face to look like a... A zip-up face? Yeah, he's got like a zip down his face. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, but... That's like something from a slasher movie. I mean, I know he's a killer, but... <laughs> Shelley D. Killer. Um, and, but when, when, you, when you also, when you talk to him in, this, in the courtroom, he, uh, he comes in, you can only talk to him through a walkie-talkie, but the walkie-talkie is also like, it looks like his face, and it like moves around and emotes like his face. It's very cute. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, more about the, the legal system. So, um, yeah, there is the death penalty, and you do get put to death, it seems, around five years after you get sentenced to death. I can't tell if that's if that's merciful or really cruel. Well, I mean, I think in, in the real world as well, the death penalty takes a while to carry out because there's all sorts of um, procedures. You've got yeah. to appeals, because obviously if you're putting someone to death, which, um, a hot take, I don't think you should do. No, me neither. I, you, I don't agree with that. But if you are, too. then it needs to be like as drawn out as possible to make sure that they're, you know, not the wrong person. Uh, even though they <laughs> seem to get the wrong person anyway in this bloody game. But as well as the legal system, uh, as well as the death penalty, there's also um, defense culpability, which saw Phoenix Wright get sentenced to death because he defended someone who what was <laughs> who was guilty well no sorry what he... kind of insane system is this <laughs> like, it's if, like trial by combat if you Game defend someone who's guilty yeah it is like he so maya again it's always bloody maya was framed for murder and defense culpability would mean that the lawyer would also get found guilty so Why? then the only person who would defend her is Phoenix Wright. Because it's <laughs> the weirdest legal system ever. Why would anyone be a lawyer if the moment you lose any case, <laughs> you are summarily executed? <laughs> oh, God. But then there's also the um, there's also the fact that, yeah, all the spiritual stuff is a big part of it. So, Well, I guess that would take the edge off execution if it was just confirmed that life carries on after death. Yeah, well, the thing it's more is... more relocation than <laughs> finality. Yeah, I mean, that's that's another thing. Like, you, in, in the final case in the series, or in the trilogy at least, the real killer is the spirit of Dahlia, who is then like, you can't punish me because I'm already dead. Fair uh, point. <laughs> I mean, she, that, that, is a, that is a solid legal loophole. Yeah, she's there on the witness stand like, yeah, get fucked, it was me. She's on the witness stand. She, so someone's channeling her on the witness stand. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, and she's like, I'm here, uh, and yes, you're right, it was me, not my twin sister who exists and was pretending to be her the whole time, blah, 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 a bunch of other shit. Um, <laughs> what no, is the point but, in the trial? But they can't the, do anything to her. Well, no, but it turns out that the worst thing, the worst punishment, punishment worse than death, is this is how they, this is how they give it a satisfying ending. There's a punishment worse than death, and it's getting beaten by another ghost girl the ghost of phoenix wright's dead mentor who's like uh mia Fey, who's maya's older sister and like a an absurdly booby lady 
who um yeah. I, mem- <laughs> I remember that from the first game yeah who who keeps on like getting brought in as like a deus ex machina of like oh I phoenix do... is stumped let's bring in my uh bring in mia to solve the case for him i, I <laughs> do remember that from the first game that you never go into the courtroom knowing anything you just kind of have to deduce <laughs> it on the fly with these tiny scraps of information yeah well that's and phoenix then every time but then every time they clearly can't make the jump just a ghost shows up and goes look at this <laughs> yeah. you go oh that that's helpful yeah thank you undead spirits yeah but the thing is the using spirit channeling for legal cases that became a bit taboo after maya and mia's mum was found out for channeling a spirit in a case mm-hmm. and then becoming uh, then it turns out that that was not like it was not true and the spirit lied no shit guys <laughs> so like well no like she channeled the spirit and she told the truth oh well the spirit was just fucking with but them. the spirit lied sorry no the spirit didn't lie the spirit assumed that it was a, oh, it, that it, it was it the janitor wrong information yeah the spirit was like it must have been the janitor but it turns out it was a guy outside the elevator uh, right <laughs> oh i think i remember this from oh, yeah. maybe i do and then like for, he th- he thought he was shot from someone in the elevator because he didn't realize there was someone outside it yeah, or something like that. Yeah. And it was yeah, it turns out that Again, it was spoilers the, for yeah. this fucking series. It turns out it was the very obviously evil man who's very evil and clearly They always a bad are, guy. aren't they? Like yeah. it, it sort of takes the mystery out of it when you just look at the lineup of potential suspects. It's like the wholesome baker, <laughs> the smiling postman, and then the evil creeping hunchback looking thug. Going, yeah. <laughs> the one with yeah, who's looking at the camera like, I'm going to kill you. Practically <laughs> licking the blood off the knife. Yeah, he's got go, like well, a face like a skeleton. <laughs> but then it's alright, his daughter then comes in as a prosecutor and she whips you in the courtroom, which is very terrifying. Whips as in... As in like she has a whip and she beats... whips you. Wait, uh, really? Yeah, she Doesn't has... seem a... allowed. No, it, it shouldn't be allowed, but it, it is because in this in this legal judge, system, the prosecution is physically attacking me. <laughs> well, no, because they we do something about this. She attacks the judge as well. Uh, but also, I mean, in this system, there's there's what trials. Mob conducted, trial is this? There's trials conducted by a divination seance where a pool of souls is used to reveal what the victim saw and tasted in the moments of their death. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like at this point you've you're at a loss, really. I don't know why this. If it, you know, whatever country this is, I don't know why they bother having a legal system. No. It it feels like it's irrelevant because they just keep referring to violence and the channeling of the dead. (laughs) The channeling of the dead, which... It may as well be a fantasy castle. Yeah, I mean, it basically is. But it's all right because um, Maya and Mia's mum, after being disgraced by the media um, for getting getting the channeling wrong, uh, Mm. later became a popular children's author. Under the name, <laughs> under the name Elise Dunim, oh. as in like two in French yeah. uh, names, because it's a uh, because she. Oh, and, and it's like the ending of pseudonym. Oh, yeah. it's so cool. There we go. Jesus. Uh. <laughs> also, why did they give her a shtick? They think she lied, or do you think she was a fraud? They thought she was a fraud, but even though like it's demonstrably true. Yeah, like you can you can like look at like. It is very weird when, like, the eight-year-old little cousin spirit girl channels the booby lady, and then the booby lady's there, like, in the eight-year-old's clothes, and, like, is... What? Yeah, the, they, they ch- when you channel someone, they, like, look like the person, and... So, 
Oh, so you turn into the dead person? Yeah, you turn into the dead person. You cha- like like the that you channel Mia, and she just is there in the courtroom now, like no. <laughs> just like sitting there in in her eight year old little cousin's clothes, like looking bizarre and terrifying, teaching you how to be a lawyer. It's terrible. So she's dead. Yeah, she's very um, dead. This is this is a very weird approach to a legal system, but I feel we've said that a lot and we'll continue to say that a yeah. lot across this episode. Um well sp- uh, speaking of uh, weird names in the final in the final episode of the trilogy you are introduced to your final rival who is in each in each game there's a rival prosecutor so in number 1 it's mm. Miles Edgeworth who's you know the childhood friend in number 2 it's the whipping girl and in number 3 it's a man with a visor uh who like a red visor with like lines across it uh, who has white Why? white spiky hair and he drinks coffee uh like he drinks 17 coffee coffees a day and his name is that? his name is Godo as in G O D O T as in the play yeah uh, <laughs> waiting for Godo he's apparently according to the wiki inspired by Ray Batty from Blade Runner who is the guy who oh the villain the, yeah the one who says that I've seen things you people wouldn't yeah. believe He's apparently inspired by that guy. Um, what a bizarre pull. Yeah. Uh, but his real name is... Uh, <laughs> so the reason this guy is Godo is... Uh, well, I don't actually know why he's Godo. I think it's because he's being... Uh, Attempted pretension. Well, actually, th- there are a few lines that... Um, in, in the game, when people are referencing this character, they're like, oh, there's people waiting for him. <laughs> like, oh, for God's sake. He's been waiting a lifetime to face you, Phoenix, right? And it's like, all right, there wasn't anyone waiting for me when I woke up. It's like, yeah, all right, yeah. I get it. I, <laughs> I've not seen the play, but I know the premise. Uh, I know yes. the title, at least. But um, yeah, so his the, the reason he's that is because he's Mia's ex-boyfriend uh, slash mentor, uh, whose name is Diego Armando. Uh, who was murdered by, well, attempted murder by uh, fucking... Morgan... Dahlia, Day. no, Dahlia Hawthorne, the, uh, oh. the the girl who's the spirit who is exercised oh, yeah. at the end of the fight, at the end of the game is like the big bad. Um, and she just like hates humanity, near. And she tried to kill him with poison, but the poison didn't kill him. All it did was uh, blind him and uh, shut down his central nervous system for five years. Um, so is that why he's got the visor? Because it's a yeah. It, so it, it lets it, him see, and now he can see, but he can't see red writing on a white background, which is a very specific loophole. But if you have, for example, writing in uh, I don't know blood uh, or ketchup, which oh, are both things that <laughs> they both, both they both come up. They're both they things do. that happen in the game that <laughs> that like get you the one get you like once over on him that like mean you can be like yeah get fucked well first of all he's batty from blade runner he's godo and he's geordie laforge from star trek because he's got the visor i've not seen star trek but yes sure not only are those three things an utterly bizarre combination but also i feel once that secret about him was known it would be very hard not to start pranking him with it (laughs) <laughs> just like red red writing on white backgrounds all the time yeah i just you're like I just passing notes some... in class and he's like what are you what are you saying on that note and he just doesn't know i just write i smell in huge letters above him in the courtroom <laughs> yeah. 
You just he'd have to stand there without knowing. Yeah, he's standing there drinking his coffee. Why is everyone laughing at me? What's going on? <laughs> the reason he's called Diego Armando, though, is because the final letters, uh, the final syllables of the names, uh, Diego Armando spell Godo. Uh, oh, which is and, and uh, according to the wiki as well apparently it's also a potential reference to diego armando maradona the uh, former argentine the fo- football player how many was- references <laughs> they're drawing on for this guy and yeah, the full sentence in the wiki is another possibility is that it was a reference to a famous argentine association football player and manager diego armando maradona who was famous for his hand of god goal during the 1986 world cup quarterfinal against england and a suspension from the sport due to drug use which you know, I guess. Okay. I guess that has something to do with him because th- this guy is addicted to caffeine, and the developers were going to make him addicted to whiskey and cigars, but it's a kids' game, so they couldn't do that. So they were like, give him coffee instead. I look forward to the next one being Lance Hamstrong. <laughs> well, actually, uh, funny you should mention that. We'll we'll touch no. on his, we'll touch on his name later. No, no, no. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, I was really hoping I guessed it for a second. <laughs> um, also, Godot has the dubious honour of being the series' least successful prosecutor. Not much of a rival, then. Yeah, well, his three cases against Wright as his opponent are the only ones that he's been in, and all three of them he lost. And uh, the last one resulted in his arrest. <laughs> so, he, so he never won a case in his whole career. He, he never won a case. You lost all three and then got taken to prison. Yes. Because he, uh, spoiler alert, was involved in the final case and killed someone. So I'm guessing he was then executed. And because, you know, there was no lawyer aside from him and they need to kill two people. They probably just plucked someone from the jury and just said, you will also die because we've got this bizarre legal system. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So the reason he did this um, was... Partly because he wanted revenge for his attempted murder, but also because he blamed Phoenix Wright for Mia's death uh, because he didn't have the foresight to stop it. Uh, which I think, I think it says a lot about this character's attitude towards women, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so in the, uh, I mean, in the in the wiki, it says uh, Godot's actions since Mia's first trial can be understood in terms of his attitudes towards women. Some of his rules resembled a chivalric code with hard gender roles, and he was fond of referring to women by pet names, such as calling Mia Kitten. This is during oh, a murder Christ. trial that, where she's trying to get someone off of, like, a murder that he didn't commit, and she, he's there sitting there, like, being like, hey, Kitten, you haven't done this right. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> a pretty little thing like you shouldn't be like, <laughs> shit like that. I mean, you, I- You'd certainly be motivated to beat him. Is it presented <laughs> in the context of a like a horrible sleazy thing, or is it uh, that? I think he's just it, like. Is it meant to be charming or quirky? I don't know. Like I, th- I think he's meant to be like a kind of, you know, chivalric like protector type. But like, oh, old, old world kind of. Yeah, character, it's very weird. And like at the a- end, of, again, it's still sleazy. Yeah, like in the very final case, like the three prosecutors, so Edgeworth, um, von Karma, the whipping girl. And uh, Godot all like team up to try and find the real killer, even though you are facing Godot. The shittiest Avengers ever. <laughs> yeah, but like when when Francisca von Karma, the whipping girl, uh, is like you know trying to help out and is like like surprisingly considering her dad's like a evil horrible man, is like being surprisingly sound and like even though she's like whipping you around and stuff, she's being quite nice. Um, but then when Godot turns up, he turns up late and then he says. You can go now, princess. It's time for the big boys to take the reins. 
Jesus. And then he said, "Big he, boys never won a case." <laughs> and then he says that he can't stand women like her. So, <laughs> so basically, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe this guy can get executed. Yeah, um, well, that's the I'm, thing. I'm like... anti death penalty, but he is making a compelling <laughs> well, case for the alternative. This guy's so annoying. And look, yeah, and the fact that his main motivation, um, aside from avenging his attempted murder, his like main motivation, even more than that, is that he wanted revenge on Phoenix Wright for not protecting Mia from a murder that was completely not anyone's fault apart from the murderer Murderous. being a horrible murderer who, like, Mia was looking into his business records and then he didn't like it, so he you, smashed you her over the head. Phoenix isn't there for that, is yeah, he? Yeah, no, he's, he's not, not there. there. He's not so there. how he... was he meant to predict it? <laughs> and then Gotto wakes up and he's like, oh, I'm fuming. Because... He doesn't know she's investigating. He doesn't know that this, the murder exists, and he's not present when the attack happens, if yeah. I'm remembering that case correctly. So, what more could he have done? Yeah. I mean, considering he prosecuted and got the murderer put in prison, you feel that's about as great a contribution as he could reasonably be expected to well, make. Also, also, Gotto is demonstrably quite bad as well, and it's, I think he's deliberately quite bad, and he's even called out by the Ace Attorney wiki on this, uh, <laughs> saying, Wright called Godot the most dangerous enemy he's ever faced. Um, and, like, his main concern was uh, carrying out his fantasy of beating Wright. But the wiki states, and r- rightly so, that Godot's actual arguments past his opening statement and his witnesses' testimonies would frequently boil down to repeatedly insisting that Wright had no proof to back his claims up. And, in fact, at times, he would, free- he would downright not bother to protect his case such as when he let Wright prove Ronda Light's alibi against his theft charge in order to stick a murder charge on him, or when he let Wright trick Furio Tigre into indicting himself for the poisoning of Glenn Eld. Uh, Furio Tigre is another guy. He's, he's, I, he's, I was going to say, I was listening to what you were saying, and then you said Furio Tigre, and everything else just went out of my head. He, he's a... He talks like this, and he's a fucking loan shark, you hear? And he's going he's gonna to fucking get your money. He's that kind of I mean, guy. Uh, With a name like that, he was either a loan shark or a boxer in uh, Punch Out. He's yeah, he's <laughs> boxer. Yeah, that's true. He he's he's a he's in the pocket of the fucking mafia. The the Cattavarini family has got a he's he's in debt to them, so he's gotta he's gotta get the money somehow, some way. Just off topic, Furio Tigre uh, looks nothing like Phoenix Wright, but pretends to be Phoenix Wright. Uh, for uh, how did that work? Because he's got spiky hair, and that was enough for the judge. Oh please. <laughs> To be fair, the game does the game does say how ludicrous that is and how how does anyone get tricked by this? Um, but yeah, basically, uh, back to the point. Godot is more concerned with demeaning and taunting, right? Even occasionally throwing his full coffee cup at the defense attorney's head in court. You no, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, you really like, can't. I get a bit of flamboyance for the sort of drama of the situation. You can't physically attack the defence. To be fair, that's the thing. Two out of the three prosecutors that Phoenix comes across, like, actually hit him with things. And it's a bit, I don't know. I don't think you should do that. (laughs) Hot take. No to the death penalty and no to common assault in the courtroom. Like, especially when it's a full cup as well. Like You get scalded. Yeah, like if, if, you, if it's a full cup. And how did Phoenix react? Was he fine or did he just fall back screaming and clutching his eyes? <laughs> he doesn't even fall back. He just like, his eyes are like open through the coffee. It's like cartoon eyes, ah. like in the dark. 
Oh, um, okay. Uh, <laughs> and like, he just looks very dejected and like, why? Why am I doing this to myself? Oh, oh, that sort of thing where you'd get the sad, sad trombone in the background. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, he's very much... Uh... So if Phoenix is meant to be such a good lawyer, why doesn't he just turn to the judge at that point and go... So he's, like, arrested, right? Well, the judge is a, <laughs> a really, 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 really bad judge. Uh, he's. Oh, I do remember. <laughs> he is sort of comically inept, and yeah. the game doesn't seem to realise it. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, hmm, that's a very good point. Like, some idiot will pull some bullshit out of their ass, like, oh, but how could I have um, done the murder... If I wasn't wearing slippers that day, and the judge is like, "Well, that's yeah. a very good point," you know, Phoenix, do you have any proof to back this up? And Phoenix is like, "What the fuck, man!" I'm, I'm, and yet, whenever and whenever the slippers on the other foot, and you're like showing him clear evidence, where it's like, "This is a, a gun with the murderer's fingerprints on it," he's going, "Well, I don't see what this has to do with the case." <laughs> yeah, and you, have, and you have to lay it out for him, just point by point. Yeah. This is something I've just learned, actually. Uh, another funny name, I guess, that I've just thought I'd mention. Um, <laughs> there's a defendant called Mac Rell. <laughs> of all the things I was expecting after Mac, that really wasn't one of them. <laughs> Which, thank you, Wiki. Uh, his English I was, name... I was expecting Mac Donald no. or Mac Kintosh. <laughs> and <laughs> Mac... <laughs> his English name is a play on mackerel, <laughs> but may have also come from his Japanese name, which is Makari Turu, which is which is a different pun in Japanese. It's to let slide or get away with. Um, oh, okay, I would he, assume that's very clever. Yeah, well, he oh. was a defendant. And this in, one is, I don't know, make it a tinned fish. I suppose. Yeah, well, he was a defendant in the murder case of from the Hideo Kojima school of naming characters. Deed man. <laughs> D-E-I-D-M-A-N-N. Deed man. <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> you can't just do that. I, uh, both his English and Japanese names are plays on dead man. Thank you. you know, I, I'm looking forward to the next game in the series where just the murderer is called murderer. And, yeah, murderer. And, and, and you've got obvious red herring suspect in the dock. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let's move on to a bit of uh, two truths and a lie. And objection. (laughs) Sorry, I had to do it at some point this episode. (laughs) Oh, you love to see it. Um, We're going to be talking a bit more about our mate Godo, our favourite. Yes, I've been waiting for this. (laughs) Brilliant. Our (laughs) favourite dubious misogynist, uh, Diego Armando, was not his initial name. Uh, his he had several planned names for the English version of the game, and I'm going to read you three of them. So, so these aren't canon; these are things that were thrown around in the writers' room. Yeah, these were like you know, maybe we'll call him this, maybe we'll call yeah, him okay. that. Who but it, knows? But it wasn't in the context of the story. He wasn't sitting, sort of picking over pseudonyms and thinking. Ah, no, that of... would be a lot better, though. I would, I would like it if he was pick, sitting around picking these names out. Well, in your personal head, canon, perhaps. Exactly. So. Some of the English names that were scrapped for Diego Armando. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, Joseph Cupper. <laughs> number two, Stephen Guzzle. And number three, William Havermug. So he likes coffee. Yeah, uh, I'm seeing the theme. 
And uh, I guess initially in the uh, in the development process and writing process of this uh, of this series, that was gonna be uh, his only character trait. <laughs> the coffee lover. It's really yeah. not a. It's not a good hook for a rival, is it? Yeah. Well, so now in, in I guess instead of uh, just coffee lover, they made him coffee loving misogynist. So I, I mean, I guess that's something. That else. really will that... up someone's villain rating. Won't yeah, it? I guess that doesn't make it that much better. But um... before that, it would have just been it's it's not fair trade. <laughs> yeah. What? <Well, laughs> yeah. He uh, he he references Twin Peaks uh, with his because uh, you know Dale Cooper in Twin Peaks is that he's a coffee loving detective. I haven't seen Twin Peaks. Well, he says Dale Cooper in Twin Peaks says I like his, I like my coffee black as midnight on a moonless night, and Godot says I like it blacker than a moonless night. So you know, gotta go a, one better. Another reference uh, to just a hodgepodge of bizarre pulls from culture. Yeah, the football playing play character who is also a robot android and also a coffee man from Twin Peaks, like it. Pick one. Yep, he's also in. Uh, uh, he's also quotes Metal Gear Solid as well. Um, oh God, why? Godot's response to uh, a witness testimony is, as they say, a cornered fox is more dangerous than a jackal, which apparently is a quote from Grey Fox near the end of Metal Gear Solid. Uh, I haven't played it, so I don't know. Um, oh, and he also references Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, for God's where- sake! <laughs> Where Did they write any Francesca, original lines for this guy? He says, know your just... role and shut your mouth, which is a reference to the catchphrase of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, apparently. He's like Bumblebee from the Transformers. He can only talk in sort of radio clips and excerpts <laughs> from other things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, an, uh, he's like a Marvel movie. <laughs> Don't worry, audience. We will get to that sooner, sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, I can't wait. Okay, so yeah, so, uh, uh, going back to the names, we've got yeah, Guzzle, Cupper, and Havermug. Yes, Joseph Cupper, Stephen Guzzle, and William Havermug. Uh, just a quick one. Which one do you think, sir? Which one do you think am I lying about? I believe I believe Guzzle. It, I don't know something about the the word Guzzle is sufficiently weird that I imagine people spent too much time over it in a writer's room. Yeah, like oh god. Because we can't have glug. That's too short. But like, chug is a little bit too intense as well. Have um, a have a mug feels obvious, but then all these names are obvious. <laughs> yeah, God, I don't know. Maybe we should just go for Diego Armando, <laughs> named after Diego Maradona. <laughs> yeah, if I if I struck that one off for being obvious, then I would not be sticking to any kind of standard, frankly. Yeah. And then there's. Oh, God. Cupper, which feels Joseph Cupper, which feels obvious, but maybe that's why. Tell you what, I I'm I'm committed that Guzzle is real, uh, and in that case, I'm gonna say that Have a Mug is fake, and that yeah, so I, Cupper is. I've also done real. really well in that. So Guzzle is the fake one. Ow! <laughs> oh, I've absolutely smashed it with that. I've played too much of this bloody game. You have me from know the very they, start. Yeah, they call their they call their acrobat acrobat. Uh, Usually, when I they, get it wrong, there's at least a little bit of like I almost get it, and just right from the beginning on this one, I was like, no, that that I I believe in Guzzle Guzzle. Uh, there was actually a third. Um, there was actually a third one that could have been the name, uh, and it was Xavier Barstux. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they'd stuck with that one. Yeah. That's quite a good name, to be honest. Just like takes all gravitas out of this robot android play character 
Star Wars, Star Trek. I don't think he had uh, that much gravitas oh wait, in him. Oh, it, it is a reference to Geordie LaForge. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he's in a the character wiki it who, says, who wears that visor because he's blind. It bears a superficial reference to Cyclops from X-Men as well, but in functionality, it more closely resembles the vision-enhancing the vision enhancing visor device worn by blind character Geordie LaForge from Star Trek The Next Generation. Well, so basically, know? yeah, he's everything. Just a weird... He's like a mashup toy. Yeah. But also, uh, fittingly, but perhaps unintentionally, Red White, who is the name of the character who murdered Mia... Um, I forgot he was called that. His name is Red White, and Godot can't see red writing on white background, and also Godot was unable to see Mia's murder by Red White. Which is what? a big stretch, but the wiki's gone with it, so I'm going with it. You know, I almost thought for a moment that meant that because of that bizarrely limited deficiency, he would just look at Red White, the person, and not be able to see him. <laughs> like, he'd be, be invisible. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, he, he's, he's got, like, big pink hair and, like, a... No, blue hair and a pink suit? God, I yeah, but he's still, like. he's still red on white. But exactly. And he couldn't see him. And he, he couldn't <laughs> see the murder. That that feels like a stretch, to be honest. But then... Yeah. <laughs> it is a stretch, but also, uh, I'm down with it. Uh, I like it. <laughs> you know, I just think it's quite funny. And if the if the wiki's gone with it, then I'm going with it. Yeah, you know, a couple of episodes ago, I mentioned that you talking about Riverdale was actually pushing me to want to to sort of watch it. You talking about Phoenix Wright has absolutely driven me away from the series <laughs> in a big way. Uh, I I have given you the worst bullshit, but also there's a lot of bullshit. Well, yeah, I like it a lot, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, there's a lot of a lot of stuff. Oh, well, I'm I'm certainly glad I've been warned in advance. <laughs> um, and yeah, so what are we uh, what are we going to go into next uh, next week? Next week, I'll be on uh, Gojipedia, which references kaiju and specifically Godzilla. Uh, I'm fairly vaguely sort of familiar with the Godzilla franchise and history, uh, and even my even the research I've done so far makes me know that we're in for a treat. Yes, well, I have no idea about anything Godzilla apart from that it's a big lizard. Yeah. So uh, I'm just expecting similarities to our SCP episode and nothing else. So I'm hoping uh, you... that uh, Godzilla brings us uh, some surprises, to say the least. You have no idea. I actually don't. Uh, <laughs> follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Spycast. I'm actually posting TikToks these days. It's fun. So you should check that out. Uh give him a like yes he's and, very uh, good at doing our social media stuff and if you get little advanced clips of uh, the episodes to come exactly uh and follow me on twitter at james mclaw follow joel at joel franey no protest uh <laughs> which is why you should do it uh yeah thank you very much for listening see you next week the most objectionable podcaster fuck <laughs> Woo! i'm the flamboyantly dressed pot fuck I wrote, I'm writing these fucking intros too complicated. I'm the flamboyantly dressed podcaster. Prob- <laughs> it's meant to say prosecutor. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Margaret Thatcher Templar Spy, the most objectionable podcast around where we judge all manner of online fan wikis to. <laughs> <laughs> you
What is wrong with me today? I have a sip of water, man. I have a sip of water. I've, all I've got is coffee, and I think that's just making me angrier. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually feeling pissed off now. This may be the wrong energy to go into this with. We can we can postpone till tomorrow. I'm gonna no, you want. Yeah? No. You wanna do it? I'm it's... not letting this thing fucking beat me. This is past Joel coming around to kick present Joel, which is always how my <laughs> life has worked, frankly. But